And welcome to another episode of the New York Sportscast Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Quinn, joined today with New York Knicks superfan and Minnesota Twins draft pick, Anthony Prado. Hi, how are you? It's not how he usually speaks, but you know, he had to do something ridiculous. Today we'll be talking about the NBA. The NBA is back. It's great to see all four major sports going on at once. It's great. Great time right now for sports fans. We start things off with the New York Knickerbockers, the tape. They're back. I'm going to kick this thing off quickly by saying that over 26 and a half wins, which Vegas put out for the Knicks, is the biggest lock I've ever seen Easy in money, the history Easy of money. sports. I've never seen a bet that has more promise than that one. The youngest starting five in the NBA will, in fact, win over 26 games easily. Tonight, Knicks have a tough test on the road playing the San Antonio Spurs. Ten and a half point underdog for a reason. Should be a tough one, but I think they can hang around. Prado, what are you thinking? I I like I think they can use their athleticism. You know, the uh, Spurs are kind of an aging team in the backcourt or the uh, front court, I should say. Backcourt, Duante Murray, uh, he looks good in the preseason. Bryn Forbes, he could shoot the ball, but I think if Randall could use his explosiveness against Lamarcus Aldridge, I think uh, I think he could score a little bit and. We could push them a little bit. I, I, I like our chances. I think, you know, I think tonight's lineup is is interesting. No Dennis Smith. I mean, we had three guys battle for the point guard position, and none of them won the position. It definitely hurts that Mitchell Robinson's not available tonight. He's he's a formidable piece up front that we should have for a long time. So tonight's starting lineup is Alonzo Trier slash R.J. Barrett. They're playing the one and the two. There's no set in stone on who's playing where. Ian Begley says that Barrett's at the one. SNY says that Trier's at the one. MSG has both. At the three, we got Marcus Morris. Kevin Knox is now not starting. Julius Randle. Bobby Portis. Some Bulldogs in the in the front court. Just got to play physical and use our athleticism. They yeah. got to do. I th- I think they have to do what, what Marcus Morris has been preaching all offseason, and that's just play. Tough, physical, hard-nosed basketball that old Nick fans remember. Another guy I like on our team and is an under-the-radar signing is Alfred Payton. You know, uh, has good chemistry. With a lot Julius of triple-doubles last year. Yeah, he has good chemistry with Julius Randle playing with him in New Orleans. You know, he's from New Orleans, so it took him a lot to get out of there, but we made it. I think, you know, I think Dennis Smith Jr. is going to take that leap finally, but... It's going to take some time. I mean, he worked on his form all offseason. He worked on his game all offseason. There's a lot of problems with his game, unfortunately. But he is one of the most athletic, if not the most athletic player in the NBA. He needs to develop a, a jump shot. And he changed his form. So right. hopefully, I mean, we're hoping for the best. We'll be better than Lonzo, I can tell you that. I will, we will not tolerate Lonzo Ball slander on this podcast, so we'll move on from that. What are you expecting from Julius Randle tonight? Um... I think I think he's he could put up twenty and ten. I mean, you saw him develop his jump shot much more in New Orleans. Um, he had that great fifty point game against former Nick Ennis Cantor. Yeah, he did that. Um, you know, coming from his rookie year in, with the Lakers, where he broke his leg in the first game, he's come a long way. He's really developed into a good player, hard working player. I think Fizdale could bring out the best with him defensively. So I think he could be a, a cornerstone for our franchise. So I'm hoping to see. I uh, I definitely agree. I mean, numbers wise, he's better than uh, that that tall power forward from Dallas, the Mavericks, number six. We uh, we won't use his name on this podcast. 
Um, he's got better numbers than him, so we could hope that he's better than him. He's still young. He's 24. And he'll keep his mouth quiet. He plays bully ball, though. He plays physical. We like that. He's all about changing the culture in New York City, and I love that. He said signing with the Knicks was a very easy choice for him. Wasn't all about the money. Could have got more money elsewhere, probably. But still got a nice little contract with the Knicks over 20 a year. I think the, I think that signing was great. I had my plan in the offseason, if I was the GM, would have been to sign him, Durant, and I think it was Patrick Beverly. Is that what I said? Patrick yeah, Beverly. I love Patrick. I'm all about the culture. I mean, it's the culture is clearly a huge thing in the NBA, as you look at the Nets last year. And they were not the best franchise going into last year. High pick in every draft that they never got to choose because they traded 900 of them for Joe Johnson, Paul Pierce, I Kevin Garnett. I could see the Nets struggling this year. You know, uh, a lot of their players from last year, I think their best unit, plus minus wise, none of them are returning. So it might take a little bit to gel, you know. Obviously, Kyrie with KD out, I, I could see them struggling, maybe dropping to like six. I'm not six, a fan six. of Kyrie as a leader at all. No, he's not, he's not I mean, a leader, you, and KD isn't a leader either. So. KD, but KD is just very good at basketball. I mean, KD's, in my opinion, when healthy, he's arguably, if not the best player in the world. Well, he's not better than LeBron. All right, that's his opinion on LeBron James. Anything, would you, before we keep going into the Knicks, would you like to add anything about LeBron James? Do you have anything to say about LeBron James? Um, I, I think I just hold all the uh, LeBron stunt talks that he watches playoff run this year. That's all I have to say. So... The Knicks tonight got the Spurs Friday. They got the Nets Saturday, the Celtics, Monday, the Bulls. A little bit of a tough stretch. Not a fan of their opening schedule. It's it's predominantly pretty hard for the first 20 to 25 games. For a team that won 17 games last year, I expected a little bit easier of a schedule. Well, we just got to take, take, uh, take one on the road and continue to dominate home court. Got to go game by game. Court. And then uh, – uh, it's all about growth this year. If Kevin Knox could take a good step, if uh, Randall keeps playing well, if RJ shows that he could hit a jump shot and get in the lane with ease in the NBA, then I think we're in the right direction. That's all it's about. This is the season. It's, it's sad to say, but the season lies on the shoulders of the kid from Canada. It's pretty. It's 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 pretty saddening, but you know, just like in New Orleans when I think Zion said to JJ Redick, "JJ, I'm a, I'm a rookie. Why you count on me for the playoffs?" I think he like, can handle it. I hope so. I mean, his father was a pro basketball player overseas. Played, played had a little bit, Jones. had a little bit of. His father of, knows about New York. Of D League history. Up, yep. he lives in RJ Barrett. Grew up in New York when he wasn't in Canada. His godfather is Steve Nash, NBA Hall of Famer. I think he's in good hands, and I like Fisdale. I, I think I think Scott Perry's good. Scott Perry has been very good so far, from what I can understand. I mean, and to clean up all the mess that. Uh, that that guy from Dallas created. Yeah, I, I think he's doing a good job so far, and I wouldn't give up on him so so soon. Pat Shermer, on the other hand, get him out. Yeah, Pat Shermer, is, uh, he's a questionable football coach, to say the least. I mean, we're not really going to go into the NFL on this podcast today, but uh, I wouldn't run on, on third and long and then go for it on fourth down. That's just me. And then blame the player saying it was the execution that wasn't there. It's just me. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't have done that. But uh, I mean, what do I what do I know? I'm not an NFL coach, but apparently now anybody can be an NFL coach these days, considering Pat Shermer has a job still. He's lost he's lost over 20 more games than he's won in his NFL career as a coach. Not ideal. 
Freddie Freddie Kitchen almost got a uh, he almost got fired last week after they lost to the Seahawks. What uh what what rookies are you looking to watch this year aside from RJ Barrett? Um, well, aside from the big names like John Morant too. Um, I think this kid from Philly is a good player. Matisse Thybul. I I think he led like Washington's uh, history and steals. He's a great defender, and that team is is very good defensive. I mean, who are you gonna attack? Embiid? No, Simmons? No. Tobias Harris struggles, but. And then you got Al Horford to clean things up. Al Horford, I was saying to you before, is the only guy in the NBA that can stop Joel Embiid. So I guess that's why they signed him. I think they'd be a great defensive team, but they don't have enough shooting. The issue I think with them is I don't know if they have a closer on that team. Jimmy Butler is their guy. I don't know if they have him this year. What are you thinking of uh, Jason Tatum for this year? Yeah, I mean he looks horrible right now in this game, but uh, I don't know. He kind of took a step back last year. Uh, I don't know if he's ready to handle. Being the guy there, I mean Kemba obviously, but Kemba's not Kyrie, and uh, Jason Tatum doesn't have to take stuff forward if they want to get out of the East. This yeah, game. I mean if you if you if you watch the the box scores, you say that Kyrie's a better passer because he has more assists per game usually, but if you watch the games, I mean you could tell Kemba Walker is more of a pass first type yeah. of guy. Yeah, no, he's a, he's he's a good player. They're, and they're both. I love Kemba Walker. I think he's really good. I wish he would have came home to New York. Yeah, I don't understand how a guy from uh, growing up in the Bronx hit hit one of the biggest shots in Big East tournament history at the Garden, and how he ends up in uh, in Boston. Yeah, it's it's tough. Really, really tough. Yeah, I mean, that kind of hurts. Yeah, it, it's tough. That it's really tough because he ruled out the Knicks and the Nets like right away. He was just like, "Yeah, I'm not going to New York. It's that's out of the question." What are you uh, What are you expecting from John Morant this year? Oh, I I think he's he's a special player. He's kind of in a situation down there in Memphis where I don't think Memphis is kind of irrelevant. I mean, he could be bad for the next year and a half, and I feel like nobody would care. The only reason I know about Memphis, shout out uh, DJ Nike, who used to play with him on PS4, the goat, <laughs> one of uh, the worst NBA 2K players of all time. Um, but uh, we played with him. He was a rapper, SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Shout out all the SoundCloud Nine, rappers. Nike, N-Y-K-E. On all right, let's not expose the guy. What's what do? We... I was giving him a shout out. Um, He's never gonna see this. Uh, I really don't even know much about about what's going on down there in Memphis. I know they got John. Who else do they have? Jackson. Josh Jackson, right? No, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. Didn't Josh sign? Jackson. They didn't even pick yeah, up his fourth year option. Yeah, that's what happens when you yeah. get into fights at uh, electric dance festivals. Yeah, so I, I don't even know. I guess they're they're a young team, but I don't know. I think Jock could be special, but he's got to have players around him. He wants to excel. I like what they're building over there. I mean, I'm really intrigued to see how things things go on in Phoenix. Because yeah, Devin Book Devin Booker got that big contract a couple years ago. I think who, two, last offseason. Culver. They took no. They traded out of six, got back to eleven, and they took Cameron Johnson from UNC, oh, right. who's actually older than Devin Booker. Yeah, that's right. Hell of a shooter. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I love. I, I actually love the pick, but we're at that time now where Devin Booker's had five coaches in five years. He's never had a winning record. Usually has under twenty wins. I think a. a They're very, not doing anything to make the franchise any better. A very underrated piece there is Rubio. Yeah, he's a very good passer. Solid player. But they're not do they haven't been doing anything to improve the franchise over the past few years. I mean could we possibly see more struggles from the Suns leading to a Devin Booker trade request? I can see that happening. I mean, it's almost inevitable that he'll 
list the Knicks as one of his destinations. Everybody. But it's almost inevitable that he won't go to the Knicks because nobody goes to the Knicks. Everyone lists the Knicks. Let's not forget that that Kyrie Irving, who is currently a Brooklyn Net right now, listed the Knicks as his number one trade destination a couple years back. And Chris Paul's done it before. Chris Paul's done it. I mean, LeBron's hinted at it. Everyone has. A lot of guys have. That's why I want guys that want to be here. Like That's it. I mean, I love that Julius Randle wants to be a Nick. I, I, no fake love here. I mean, you, you either want to be here or you don't. It's pretty simple. The guy from Dallas didn't want to be here. Got rid of him. Very simple. Some people were pissed off about it, personally. Brutal day. One of the worst days as a Nick fan in history. It's good. It, 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 it's going to work out. Just getting rid of that toxic energy around the organization. That's it. Just build, It's all about what I've been preaching all offseason. It's all about a culture. It's all about the change and inside the locker room, how these guys – you're with these guys for nine, ten months out of the year, eight, eight, nine months out of the year. I mean, you're with them every single day. You get on each other's skin day in and day out. I mean, it's not very easy. It's all about the culture. I cannot cannot respect the Nets enough for the culture they built, but that that's something the Knicks got to do. They got to build that culture, get Dolan as far away from the Knicks as possible, keep building and chipping away. It doesn't have to be all in one shot. I mean, they'll have more money next year for free agents. I mean, they signed a bunch of one plus ones. Who's free agent? Who's a free agent next year? Every single signing they made is no, I, has a team option. No, I meant like in the NBA. Um, not very good free agents, I don't think. But the next class is good. Right? The next class is good. The next class is Giannis's class, which will be told the entire year that Giannis is going to come to the Knicks just for him Giannis to go play. Say, I don't know if you saw the report, but he said today. He said that um, as long as the the Bucks keep the same culture from last season and keep winning like that, he'll stay for yeah. the rest of his career. But if they don't, but if they don't, he's out of there. I respect it. I mean, you got to look for your own career before you do anything. I mean. That's a guy who came from nothing, and loyalty clearly means a ton to him. And if they're not going to do what they can to put the best possible team around him, why stay? Too many of these guys are requesting trades, though. I would personally love to see the Timberwolves be horrible and send Mr. Carl Anthony Towns, New Jersey native and diehard Nick fan growing up, to the New York Knicks. That would be awesome. We don't have any pieces to move. It's true. Got a lot of picks. Got some young talent. I do not. I if the Knicks trade RJ Barrett, I will not be a happy camper. I think. I think they'd have to move Mitch Robinson if they they wanted to do that. Because I feel like Mitch and or uh, Julius and well, Mitch Robinson's been getting a ton of uh, credit across the league for his for his season last year. I mean, I like Mitch. people value him very much. He says he should be. He's a great player. Phenomenal defender. I mean, obviously he fouls way too much, but that's what happens. You know, eight feet tall. Uh-oh. Looks like Ennis Cantor is down with an injury. Um, going back to the rookies, I mean, I'm very excited to watch guys like Carson Edwards. Um, score. Another guy with the Celtics, Tremont Waters. I'd love to see Admiral Schofield thrive in, in Washington. And Rui's there too. Rui Hakamura? Yeah. Gonzaga. He's a solid player. He'll defend hard. I liked. Uh, I really liked the pick by the Miami Heat when they took Tyler Harrow. Yeah. I mean, he's he fits this brand new NBA so much. He's a sharpshooter. He's a three and D guy. Loves to talk. Almost got thrown out of a preseason game the other day. Never seen a rookie almost get ejected for talking too much in a preseason game. 
Ennis Cantor is just, I'm sorry to say it, a bozo. I'm sorry to say it. Gets blocked by Joel Embiid. Airball the layup. And Cantor. Um, what are your thoughts on the West? Uh, who's who's gonna who's gonna win the West this year? Who's going to the NBA Finals? Non-biased. Non-biased. Full opinion. Full opinion. I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia 76ers in the East. Okay, it's fair. And if I had to bet my entire life savings, I would say I'm he's about to say the, the Los Angeles Lakers. Clippers. He's only saying the Clippers because this is being recorded and can be brought back months no, months if later. Had, if I had to give my honest opinion, I'm not betting against LeBron James, and I'd say the Lakers. Questionable. I think I think they got guys on that team that fit what LeBron is trying to do. Danny Green looked phenomenal Danny last Green, night. Troy Daniels is a solid player. Quinn Cook looked terrible last night, but he'll he'll uh, he'll uh, figure it out. Rondo was hurt last night. Well, point God, LeBron played last night. Yeah, but Rondo, Rondo fit better there. What was he eight of nineteen last night, LeBron? Uh, yeah, eight of nineteen. Rough night shooting for the King. Yeah, they had a lot going on now. Uh, I mean, we're gonna. We're, I hope he makes the transition that Kobe made when Kobe kind of started to realize he wasn't gonna be able to get to the hoop that easily. I'm not saying LeBron can't do that anymore, but LeBron James is the last of the Lakers' worries. Oh, absolutely, but. If they're going to be dominant, he's going to have to shoot the ball well. AD missed about five free throws. First, too. first game in LA. I mean, that's a lot of jitters for that guy. I mean, yeah. but they'll be fine. They'll get a top five seed. I personally think that we're going to see the Golden State Warriors again in the NBA Finals. I think yeah. Steph Curry is going to have an MVP type season. Well, and we know, uh, we know the Warriors will go as far as Steph Curry gets carried. So I mean, Steph Curry doesn't get carried. I mean, in his first NBA uh, Finals win, he had. 27 points a game. Didn't get the MVP, but Andre Iguodala got it yeah, for locking down LeBron when LeBron we, almost had a triple-double. Why don't we tell the audience who uh, Steph Curry played in those finals? I mean, we don't We don't need to get into that. But, right, well, let's do it anyway. I mean, Steph Curry, he played guys like Matthew Deladova, LeBron James, okay, so Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson was a stud at that point. Yeah, I don't want to hear anything else. The first round, they played the Pelicans. Okay. Drew Holiday was hurt. Okay, you act like they wouldn't have beat the Pelicans. The second round. They played the Grizzlies. They played the Grizzlies. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, Mike Conley. Being cool. Mike Conley. You think Mike Conley's going to beat the Golden State Warriors? In the third round, they played the Rockets with Pat Bev hurt. And Boo-hoo. in the finals, they played the Cavaliers with Kyrie Irving hurt. Boo-hoo. Steph Curry had his had his chance to shine and still couldn't win the MVP. He should have won the MVP there. No, he didn't. Well, he should have. I mean, should we then? I mean, should we give Kyrie Irving the MVP in 2016 because he bailed out LeBron with one of the biggest threes in NBA history? If you're going to trigger me, I'm going to trigger you right back, two feet away from me. LeBron averaged 40 games. Good for him. I mean, he didn't hit the biggest shot in the series. No, he made the biggest defensive play. Okay, but he didn't hit the biggest shot in the series. When it comes down to it, and who was that shot on? That's why he took the shot. It's not why he took the shot. He took the shot because it was two seconds left on the shot clock. That's not true. First of all, that that was very well defended by Steph Curry. Oh, it wasn't very well defended. He got a hand in his face. It was a fadeaway three. Like he drilled. He drilled it. Good for him. Good for Kyrie. That's it. He'll never win again. It's very simple. He plays in Brooklyn now. It's very simple. He'll never win. I, if you're a Nets fan, and you're listening to this, and you're gonna bash me, send it in your group chats or whatever. I could care less. This is a Knicks town, no matter what. I could care less about the Brooklyn Nets, and I am being as honest as possible. I'll post about them. I'll make it like I support them on Twitter. I'll never bash them on Twitter. But 
At the end of the day, I could care less about the Brooklyn Nets, and they are the irrelevant team in New York. No matter what the records are, no matter what's going on, you could see it. Last year, the Knicks were top 10 in ticket sales, 17 wins. Last year, dead last, the seven or the six-seeded Brooklyn Nets, dead last in tickets. If you can't get guys to go to the games while you're in the playoffs, are you kidding me? Don't get me wrong. The NBA isn't all about ticket sales. It's not all about who's going to what, who's a fan of what. I'm just telling you, I don't like the Nets. It's pretty simple. You have anything to add on that, Anthony? Uh, I think I agree with everything. You covered everything, right? Yes. If they sign Carmelo Anthony, what's your reaction? I love Melo, but I'd, I'd be very upset. I'd be very upset, right? I wouldn't want to see that. I'd feel hurt. I would rather watch him go to L.A. So would I. I'd rather watch him go to 28 other teams, aside from the Knicks and the Nets. I'd want to watch him. I would love him to come back with the Knicks. If we got those big guys that they said we were going to get, we were going to bring them back. Yeah. That would have been awesome. We didn't. We didn't, though. I mean, why would we? Just got to build the right way. Oh. How you feeling about uh about these next stretch of games? You think we can beat the Nets on Friday? Yeah, absolutely. You think, think we will beat the Nets? It's a, it'll be a home game for us, so oh. ah, nice little dig at uh at the Brooklyn fans right there. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah, I mean we own that place, so I'm not worried. I think we can go in there and win. We lost a tough one there last year, second game of the year, but uh I, th- I think really the big thing for the Knicks is in 2019-20, I think big thing is closing games because you see the Knicks come back and down by 20, then they lose by one, or they were up by 20 and they lose by one. You can have that closer being RJ or uh, Julius Randle. So. But can Julius Randle shoot the ball well enough to be the closer? I think so. I think he's an A-3 in 2K. So. All right. I mean, it's a ridiculous statement, but I didn't expect anything less from you. Fair enough. Um, what about guys like Dotson and, and Trier when it comes to the young guards with the Knicks? What are you thinking about them? Um, I like them, but I just would like for them to defend more. I, I think Fisdale should say, if you want to play, you, you defend. That's how you do it. Because uh, we know, we know they can hit shots. Like Dotson's a good shooter. Trier's a good scorer. But if they want to defend, they'll, they'll play. I'm very curious to see how this point guard thing unravels because it's too much talent at the point guard spot for these guys not to play. It's crazy to say, I guess, but I truly think Dennis Smith Jr. has a ton of talent and he's going to develop. A guy we haven't even spoken about right now because, you know, he's not very liked in uh, New York City by anyone, kind of. We loved him a year and a half ago. Couldn't pronounce his name two years ago. Some call him Frankie Smokes. Some call him the French Prince of Bel-Air. The franchise. Some call him the franchise. I like him. Others just call him the worst basketball player in the NBA. What are your thoughts on the, the 2017 number eight pick in the draft? I like him. I, I think he, he played well this, this summer. and um, I think if we use him the right way, he'd be a good player. I, I think at this point, I mean, the NBA tends to give up on these guys way too quickly. I mean... He came in the NBA, what, as an 18-year-old kid? Like, could you imagine being in the NBA at 18? Yeah, it's it's crazy, especially from a new country. That's why I wouldn't give up on So, so, so yeah, we know he could defend. And, yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of the best defend, defensive guards in the NBA right now, and that's... He can just go out there and hit shots. And Realistically, what do we need him to do? What do, what do we need his, his big three averages to be? Um, I would... Year, I'd take... Nine I'll take points. I'll take I would take in between nine and twelve points. Yeah. Um 
between two rebounds, three assists, four assists. Yeah, between I was gonna say between three and six assists. If he gets up to six, that's impressive. It's a good deal. I don't think he'll play. What I really wanted to do was shoot over forty percent from three, or shoot over thirty-eight percent from three. That's where he needs to make the jump because then he could play the two. He's six foot seven. He should be able to play the one, the two, and the three. Last year, I mean, he started at the three, on opening night. If you're not, if you're not mistaken, the opening night lineup last year was so embarrassing. It was, I, I I can't even think of it right now. I'm pretty sure it was Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kevin Knox. No, no, it was Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., Frank Nealakina at the three, Kevin Knox at the four, and Ennis Canner at the five. That's, that's a solid lineup right there. Yeah, it's a solid lineup if you want to lose a couple hundred dollars playing your friends in NBA 2K. Brutal. 17 games. 17 games. I mean, they, they did the right thing, though, by getting rid of uh, Hardaway and Lee. That was just a ridiculous layup by Kyrie Irving, and now I'm punching the air that he's not a New York Nick. We don't need him. We don't need him. That's it. We don't, we don't want guys that don't want to be here. I mean, I hate to come on the podcast right now and, and, and go fan mode, but – I mean, this is the first time I've really uh, went a little fan mode on the podcast, and it feels a little bit better. It feels good. You have anything to add about the Knicks? What do you? What do you? What? All right, ready. What is your season prediction? Your record, like your record prediction, and where we finish in the Eastern Conference? I think we finish thirty-nine and forty-three. And if that makes a playoff spot, then we hit the eight seed. You think the eight seed is only thirty? Is thirty nine wins this year? It's not less. Last year it's forty one. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know that. It was the Magic, correct? Uh, yes. And they they beat the Raptors game one, and yes. then the Raptors won the NBA no, Finals. No, it wasn't. The, it was the um, Pistons. Yeah, they got swept. Yeah. Yeah, they got the smoked. Pistons. They got smoked. The Pistons got swept by the Bucks. And that series was over before it started. Yeah. Gonna give a, I mean, I was gonna give a quick shout out, but I'll do that after this. Um, I think the Nets are. I mean, I think the Knicks are gonna make the playoffs, seven or an eight seed. Call me crazy, but that's really how I feel. I think they have the pieces this year to make that jump. And once you make that jump, once you get back into the playoffs in New York, once the Knicks are back in in the playoffs and the Mecca is rocking, that's when you start getting these guys to come. The hype will be there. The hype will be back. Free agents will be attracted. We're expecting a low pick again next year. I mean, regardless of how this lottery goes, say the Knicks miss the playoffs by a couple games. You could get a, a top five pick in, in the lottery yeah, now like that. Look at the Lakers. I mean, here he is, R.J. Barrett's walking in in his Puma suit. The Don, the Maple Mamba, the King of New York. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Julius Randle watching, looking on his iPad right now, getting ready for the game. It's a phone. Love to see it. It was a phone. Just uh, Cl- Clyde Frazier in, in the suit. Come best on. It's a, in sports. Best, best crew in sports right here. Walt Frazier and Mike Breen. Mike Breen is the greatest basketball announcer ever. No disrespect to the TNT guys. I love TNT. My dear friend Robert Jones III loves TNT. Sits at home and watches it for a couple hundred hours sometimes. I mean, I think the Knicks are going to be in the playoffs. I also think the Nets will be in the playoffs. I think it'll be a good year for New York sports basketball. Uh, anything more to add, Prado? Because, I mean, we're winding down here. I think I'm good. Go Knicks, baby. Go Knicks. And Johnny's. Very simple. Oh, we have a St. John's fanatic in the building. 
before we wrap this thing up, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to UNC Nets fan 24, Joe Zeris. Hates on the Knicks pretty often, gets annoyed when I hate on the Nets. But uh, we're coming. We'll see you Friday. I mean, we're coming. Very simple. We'll be in the crowd. We'll be yelling at Easy Money Sniper. He's asking for it on Twitter. I mean, as uh, as most people say, you come at the king, you must not miss. That's all I got for today. I'm signing off. I'm Charlie Quinn. Thanks for having me. Anthony Prado is very welcome to be here. Thanks for joining the show. Till next time.